Right, this is episode 63 then, which we are recording on this um, rather lovely Wednesday afternoon, is it? Is it Wednesday, Pete? I think it's Wednesday. We usually do this on a Tuesday, but it is a Wednesday. Um, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, doing good. Hold on, let me check my watch. I think today's Wednesday. How long until May 31st? It's one month and two weeks until then. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting I can't close, believe man. you! I can't believe you've done that to me right at the start of podcast. <laughs> One, what, six weeks, Jesus! Six weeks, baby. Yeah. Oh my god! I was talking to a buddy of mine who lives in in uh, in London, actually, uh, a work colleague, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, so you coming over soon, huh?" I was like, "Yeah, man. Uh, first, I'm gonna go to Glasgow, and then we're gonna do." And he's like, "Mate, mate." It's not Glasgow. Don't say that to anybody. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to save you. I was like, oh, don't worry. I mispronounce stuff all the time. So <laughs> I've just been letting you hang yourself with that for <laughs> Oh, man, you are going to get mobbed. You are going to get mobbed at these things more than me. Do you know what I mean? Especially from like the crowd who follow. Well, obviously the crowd who follow the podcast. Honestly, you you know, I think you're going to uh, you're going to have a lot of people. Um, it's like, oh, where's Pete? Where's Pete? You know, I want to buy Pete a drink. None of those people will be me. I have to. Say. I will be buying you a drink. But yeah, that is very sobering. Six weeks. That's incredibly sobering, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, how have, how have you been other than that, man? You've been good other than winding me up about how soon it is till I'm going to have to be absolutely terrified out of my wits. <laughs> well, you know, what, what, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, watching some great YouTube videos. One of my favorite vloggers, Adam Nutter, has been, you know, out and about and, uh, you know, recording uh, some of my favorite uh, tourist sites in... Uh... <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, I feel like such a twat doing that, but I, Why? I don't know. I've like, I, well, I don't, I've always wanted to do that ever since I started doing this sort of thing. I thought I'd like to sort of just walk around and chat. Do you know what I mean? It's just a little bit more interesting than stood in, you know, just a room or whatever, yeah. um, like my early videos. And I just thought it was, you know, some, some a bit different. I've always wanted to do it. And like, I just... I didn't want to do it because you just, I don't know, you just feel like an idiot walking around talking to your phone. But uh, no, I'm pleased I did it. But it's been ages since I've done a YouTube video. Absolutely ages. Um, it's funny. Like, I was, I found it super fascinating. I was watching it and I was totally, you know, into the video, just watching it as just a complete spectator. But then it's like, then you're like, Pete, this and that. You start talking to me in the video. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. It's so weird. It's such a weird feeling. <laughs> I'm truly just like fascinated in watching this video. And then all of a sudden it's talking to me. So, yeah, that was kind of a weird, weird thing. But, yeah, I, I think that area is beautiful. My goodness. Yeah, that's a really nice area. Well, I mean, it's something that, to be honest, that's why I did it. I mean, I did it in the same way, in the same way when I, when I started Twitter and people started asking me questions and I thought, well, I'll make a YouTube video so I'm, I'm not like replying to loads of individual people. Yeah, um, It was a bit like that because the previous night um, I'd gone for a walk and I'd gone up there and put that video up um, and a picture of the church. Literally just walked past it and I was like, oh, you know, I'll take a picture of that and put it on Twitter. And then obviously that led to uh, quite a few people sort of asking questions about that. So I thought, well, that's a, it's a good excuse to, you know, film a little bit of a walking video uh, going up there and showing yeah. um, showing people like you, really. People like you, people like Tomo, do you know what I mean? People who are more distant, who don't know the layout. Because I'm sure, you know, most people will just watch that and been like, you know, whatever. It's not a particularly a new collection of sceneries for them. Whereas I think someone like yourself and, and Tom, obviously, do you know what I mean? Just taking two people, for example. Um, but I don't think you'll have sort of seen landscapes like that, really. 
Well, yeah, they're not they're not super common over here, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's very very different layout, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You know, everything. It's there's a lot more. Well, let's face it, Pete. There's a lot more history, isn't it? Isn't there a lot more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I lived in Europe for ten years, so I was, you know, it was very, it was actually very familiar to me that type of landscape. But uh, well, I mean, the th- I think the thing is though, it's like northern English uh, mining towns have kind of got their own look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, their own their own sort of individuality but um certainly for someone like tomo and and any sort of any fans of the band who wondered where we were from do you know what i mean i thought it'd be like a, an interesting video um, and, uh, i couldn't help but think i i did find it funny that like a couple of minutes into the video you said something like uh, i'm not going to share any street names because uh i don't want to <laughs> you know i don't want anyone knowing it and then like five minutes later you're like yeah we're going down gibson lane <laughs> well that sort of stuff's all right i mean i did think oh god i i didn't start filming as soon as i walked out the door did i do you know what i mean people <laughs> people tracing the steps but no when i say you haven't seen seen me like that i didn't mean that in a patronizing or condescending way i just meant that northern english mining towns have their own look even down to like the little ginnels that was walking through and how the walls are built and the graveyards how the graveyards look and stuff like that you know that's all yeah that's i i personally think that's all very unique to to our landscape do you know what i mean it's a, you know yorkshire's a, a particularly beautiful place i have to say uh, but yeah no doubt there's some uh, stunning places in Europe, absolutely stunning scenery and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, I'm quite, I I love it here, as I think sort of came across in that video. I mean, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, um, I put two two new YouTube videos up, and I put a video up where I just basically went for a walk around Kipax and walked up to, to Church Hall, which is where one of our first practice rooms. I mean, I think I said in the tweet it was our first. It was one of the first. Um, the commercial, the above uh, the commercial, the pub down the high street, that was actually technically the first. But yeah, the Church Hall were, had a lot of memories for us, a lot of memories. Um, you know, we, we, we used to each get, taken up by our parents in car with gear and unload his gear in there and it's a proper stage you know what i mean as you see as you saw the picture the first picture didn't really because it only showed it from the front it didn't yeah. really give an indication how big it was um but it's quite a big room do you know what i mean it was it was really cool when we were starting out to actually sort of practice on a stage rather than sort of you know although we did practice downstairs in there as well in the little room and That's we did come cool. up with some oh yeah we came up with some killer tunes down there i'm trying to think if there's any i think yeah, a lot of walls was refined in that bottom room in church hall. But it was always cool playing on the stage. And of course, it was really weird as well, because growing up in this village, you know, we'd been in that church hall in playgroup. Do you know what I mean? As little as little babies. Yeah, man, do you know what I mean? Like fucking when you're really young, um, cubs and scouts and all that went yeah. on in there and all those sorts of things. And then, you know, and then you go, you're dragging in a bloody Hughes and Kettner amp and... But how do you um, how do you, how do you actually uh, uh, this may be boring but how do you actually get access to the church do you like excuse me we well, want to play rock and roll music yeah, in, no, here. In, a, in a very quaint English way do you know what I mean you've got to go find the guy who's got the keys that's where Rob's dad came in and where Rob's dad was so important early on because you know he was effectively our our manager when we were just sort of in that really small sphere where he was just looking for places for us to practice and then as a result we did a few gigs in a few pubs do you know what i mean that brian organized uh but yeah it, it will have been brian harvey rob's dad who got the um you know sorted out where i, I don't know what we paid mm. i mean we, we we must have paid obviously we <laughs> must have paid I've, that's only just dawned on me that I've, i don't know how much it cost we used to go in there 
um, for a good, a good couple of hours. I'm trying to remember, but anyway, yeah, it was, you know, there was something really cool about that anyway, and sort of being on the stage, and uh, all those parents would sit at the back of the room and watch us. Um, mad memory, really cool memories. And when, yeah. like, the, 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 the week after Bright Young Things, when Tim had sort of, in inverted commas, discovered us, he came up with another sort of music industry friend, uh, coincidentally, a chap called Tom Friend, actually, a lovely guy, really top bloke. Um, friendly Records, he's got a record shop. Where is Friendly Records? Although I'm sure it's online as well. Um, but yeah, they both came up and watched us for a bit. But in true us fashion, I think we played him about two or three songs and then started playing football upstairs in the <laughs> hall just like no shoes just socks like in an old school church hall i mean everyone who's listening to the well majority of people will know what a, an old school church hall floor is like uh, but yeah just play uh, what did we use for a ball i can't even remember we might have just rolled up some paper and like got a lot of tape and wrapped it up to make a ball <laughs> but i mean that that's just that was just us to a t i mean we've talked about that well i certainly talked about that in youtube videos sort of how daft we were do you know what i mean it's like yeah never mind you sort of meeting let's go play football upstairs <laughs> three on two you're bigger so you you know you can go with him three on two come on that's hilarious the other question i had about that video was uh gibson lane seemed like a pretty long road uh, and i was like hmm <laughs> i wonder if they took that long road and walked to the church hall to practice well i mean yeah, Rob Rob coined that phrase, so, I mean, that'd be a question for him. But when you did say it to me off uh, earlier on, and I did think, well, that's a good point, that. I do remember, I, maybe, I'm trying to remember if Rob said something about that, but, yeah, um, <laughs> I, made, I made that joke myself, anyway, in the video at the, uh, early on, when I was right at the top, showing you that cold tree. But as I said in the video, yeah, it was just, it, I, it, you know, sort of the nostalgic purposes walk it, because for a long time, I, I didn't even walk around this place do you know what i mean obviously i lived here but i didn't go walking around all the places that i used to hang out and mm. um, so yeah man I, I really enjoyed uh showing that do you know what i mean in the vlog style or or whatever it was a fucking nice evening as well man i love that sort of shit it's funny yeah, one I of my patrons cool. yeah one of my patrons messaged me and said oh you'll have to because he's from kipax actually dean uh said oh next time you're going out you'll have to let me know but um yeah I'd, I'd, I'd definitely do more videos like that um maybe between gigs we can do a live stream in the church hall i love it come on that's amazing <laughs> let's do it get rob's dad to book it for us <laughs> <laughs> probably could to be fair probably could <laughs> oh man um yeah i mean i did think though i don't know if you saw on the video but the door were open i mean i, I thought you were just, gonna go in i was like well i could have stuck my head in there have been something going on, and I'm sure they wouldn't have reacted um, too smartly if I just walked in and, you know, it's, if it's Cubs or some or Scouts is on, and I just walk in with my phone out recording. I just don't think they're going to like that for some reason. <laughs> Jesus would have struck you down. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's weird, like, the little things that you take for granted. Do you know what I mean? Like that church, I never really noticed how stunning that church is. Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Absolutely incredible and ancient. I still don't know how old it is. Actually, I should look because it's bloody old. At least a hundred um, years old. Uh, it, uh, it, mate, it'll be a <laughs> lot older than that. Yeah, a lot I'm older than that. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm not. I think a, a few people have asked me. I'll just clarify this. A few people have commented um, as a result of me showing the church and that that whether I was religious, but I'm. I don't particularly have any religious ties. Do you know what I mean? I just appreciate the fact that it's a beautiful building. Uh, more than anything, I'm not saying that in a 
negative way to religion. I'd, was it? Someone just said, someone asked me, uh, well, alluded to that, but no, I didn't have a particularly religious upbringing per se at all, but yeah, I spent a lot of time, sp- <laughs> spent a lot of time in that, in that churchyard um, messing about and, and whatever, as, as we all did from this village. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I was, I was, I was, I was really glad you shared that. And uh, yes, I do plan on getting up there myself. Uh, probably go up there one of the days, but well, them out there just to capture some footage. You are going to be so underwhelmed. <laughs> honestly, like the places you've been, like it's honestly no. So here's like, the thing. Wow, here's the thing. L- look at the deprivation. No, <laughs> it's that's so cool. <laughs> That's not what it is. You're going to be stood there, you posh fucker. Just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? What is that smell? That smell, Pete, is fucking fish and chips, right? There's a fish and chip shop over there. There's one over that side of the village and there's one there too. You cannot escape that smell on an evening. You cannot escape it. I'm just saying, like, even if you go to Nirvana, you go to Seattle and you can go and see like where like Nirvana recorded their first album. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a garbage little place. You know, there's nothing, you know, super exciting about the actual place other than what happened there, you know? So, yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. I totally understand that. It's like my brother loves the Sopranos and he went and did the Sopranos tour, but you know, I guess I think that's a little bit more cold and coming to see where we're from, Pete, I have to say. (laughs) Debatable, debatable. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's, you know, the, there might be a little bit of uh, extra tourism in Quebec around the time of that gig. (laughs) There will be a little bit more for sure. I can guarantee that's, it. I mean, that's <laughs> that's mental to me, is that, do you know what I mean? Especially sort of the, the opinion I've had of myself for so long. Just the fact that you, like, you're interested where we're from, that's weird to me. I don't mean weird in detriment to yourself. I just, it still doesn't sink into me that someone's like, I want to come and look around where you're from. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? In, in, of course. To, like, to like get a sense of it. To me, it's just like, well, like, I don't know, fucking, I could understand it with someone like Kurt Cobain, like, like Nirvana or something like that. But I don't know, I've, uh, it, you do put us in quite a high echelon peak. It's interesting, you know, because I feel really lucky to have met you in lots of ways, in lots of ways. But I think one of them is how much you, you, um, I don't know, like how much you're blind love and respect and sort of idea of how elevated we were it elevates me no it does i don't care how elevated you were uh you know i don't care if nobody ever heard of you guys i heard your music and it's amazing and i love it so like that's you i remember talking to rob about this when he was on and like I was like, because I have a certain, I've listened to a lot of music. I People definitely, when people describe me, they're like, oh, that guy really likes music. So I've definitely, there's a lot of music I've listened to. Um, I just happen to think that what you guys created is really high up there of some of the best music I've heard. Uh, and that's just my, my taste, my opinion, and nobody can change that. And that's why when Rob's like, like talking about other bands and he's like, Oh, don't put us in that category. I'm like, well, that's not for you to say, you know, like, no, well, that, that is true. You're that in true. that category for me. Cause that's my taste. And I don't care if nobody's ever heard you guys. I like it. And so I want to see where it was made. So it's, it's a more of a personal thing. I don't care that I you think, guys made a million gazillion albums or whatever. I think it's, I think I, I don't know whether it's like a, uh, a humility thing or a humble thing. Do you know what I mean? It's something quite northern, I think, <laughs> to to not willingly accept that that level of praise. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Which is it's quite sad, really, in a sense. But um, I think 
well maybe it's not a, maybe it's not a northern thing per se but i certainly experienced it in a sense that it it's almost like it makes people uncomfortable <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean that, that no i get of, it at a very smaller yeah. scale in the tech industry when i'm at an event and people come up and they're like hey i heard your virtually speaking podcast and can we get a picture together i'm always weirded out like mm. really why <laughs> We we talk about servers seriously. Wait, you're, you're more famous than me. You're more yeah, famous whatever. than me. No, I'm telling you. But yeah, it is true that I've like I've benefited from that so much. But I suppose it's it's organic in the sense that you could say, well, you know, you brought great benefit to you know you and your oh, band yeah. brought great benefit. So you know, it's a fair exchange that I get to sponge it back out of you, which is I think what I've been doing for as long as. We've been having conversations, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying it in a bad way that you inflate my ego, but at the same time, you do inflate my ego, <laughs> but not not to a, not to a dangerous level, just to a level that allows me to believe in myself and allows me to um, think about myself in the terms that you do. Maybe not to the extent, maybe not quite to that extent, because I don't think I've got an ounce of arrogance in me really yeah um i mean I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting people to know what you've achieved in the face where you think that they're judging you do you know but even then sure. you're like well okay but yeah well i point? think like there's you know there are sycophants that are like infatuated with band members and all that stuff and this is more like this is none of that this is more of you know, you are just someone who's really good at guitar and you happen to hook up with other guys that are good at their instruments and make really cool sound. And that's amazing. That's to me, that's a really special thing. And I appreciate that. So like, it's really nothing more than that. You as Adam, the person I've come to know as my friend, that's one thing. The music that I've heard that was created is another thing. And that's a really cool thing. So it's, uh. yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. We don't often muse about this really, but it, you know, it's, it is quite, it's, it's a pretty fucking cool thing, man. I think like our, our connection, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the stuff we've discussed over the time. I mean, it's it's mutually beneficial, isn't it? Like I say, because you get to partake in reminiscing, uh, you know, because that's largely what we've been doing in it. But yeah. you get to partake in reminiscing about something that was really special to me. Um, I imagine the majority of the listeners, um, as well as yourself. So, but you know, because again, being northern, being cynical, <laughs> like when you when you wanted that Zoom with me, and I was like, all right, well, why? Uh, and it, honestly, I had a moment because I, I was so closed off and so shy and you know so wary of bullshit that when you said, "Hey, do you, I, I, I saw your video talking about a podcast. Do you fancy having a Zoom?" I was like, "Oh, fuck off! Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy going to be?" And I, I don't know. There was like a little switch in me that flicked that said, "Just do it." You know, just go on a Zoom with him. What if, if he's a fucking freak? You can just press close. You can just press end meeting if he's the kind of you know if he's like if it's a, if it's in any way awkward. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's it's quite. It's I suppose it's just another one of the things that have happened since I've reengaged with all this stuff in my life. That's just been of great uh, wholesome positive benefit, really. Which you know, wholesome positive things in my life, they're not that um, readily available, shall we say? So I don't even know what I'm really trying to say here, other than this is weird. How shit works out, isn't it? And here we are, fucking sixty-three episodes later, and the last five episodes have just been me and you talking absolute bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Someone someone said uh, in a tweet, oh, um, the Adam and the Prom King talking about Will Smith for half an hour, exactly what the world needs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah, the funny part is, is the way I got introduced to you was obviously through uh, my buddy, Mike, Mr. Mobs, uh, but he shared a video online and uh, the video was uh, take the long road and walk it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the video quality was pretty cool, but it was obviously the sound that I was, uh, that I was more interested in. But yeah, the video itself, I definitely, I must've watched it a, m- a million times, but uh, yeah, it all started out there. And it's funny cause that's the thing that we wanted to talk about today was some of the, some of the videos that you guys made uh, while you guys were in the music. Yeah, man. I mean, it's something we've touched upon a few times. Uh, obviously, we talked about it when Organize was on. Um, but no, I don't think we've ever really talked about all of them individually. And so, I, I don't know, some of the different experiences behind them, or even just how much of a fucking pain in the ass they are in general. <laughs> and I don't I, I mean, some some people, I don't know if I've said this before, really, and you'll have to excuse us if we are touching slightly on content that we have previously, but like for some people videos can be like a massive extension of of the art itself do you know what i mean and you can take a great level of control over that sort of stuff but certainly in the early days we we weren't thinking like that do you know it was purely we were purely interested in making tunes and yeah i mean as a result like you say you discovered us off the back of long road but the u.s version didn't you which was obviously yeah. as we've said that was fun, a big budget funded by capital um really fancy video but uh, you know like there was the other version as well which was the english version which cost 100 quid and i think we've touched on i don't, well, I don't know whether we have i mean we're 63 episodes in and um that was one of the first things that we did like i touched on in the history videos and i don't know how much we've touched on it on the podcast in terms of the early days and the sort of points of progress that led to us having the career that we did if you want to call it that anyway but yeah long road when we wrote long road and tim heard that and you know it became sort of the launch pad for us did that and obviously the first thing was like right well let's make a cool video and we we got just got two lads up uh, on the train from London just to you know to I don't know whether they, I don't think they were students if they weren't they were they were fresh out of that sort of thing trying to make a name for themselves and then you know they filmed that video and we filmed it uh, because we used to practice at Soundworks which used to be on Kirksell Road but obviously as we talked about with Will Jackson on the podcast that got flooded so it's not there now but and that's what we used to we used to use that place as a hub so whenever producers used to come up they used to come down there or indeed people coming up to interviewers or whatever or indeed talk about videos and shit like that they come up there so we um that video was filmed in like a derelict warehouse man pigeon shit everywhere and all that sort of stuff it was, but it was still it was, it was fun it was it, all that shit were exciting in the early days and that that's a uh, as i was saying in that you in that vlog about taking things for granted do you know what i mean when you're actually sort of participating in it um but that wasn't the case in the really early days obviously that because everything was so fresh so even spending a full day in an abandoned derelict warehouse with pigeons shitting on you and stuff like that (laughs) that was when you were thinking about what it was to achieve do you know what i mean it was really exciting and um yeah i mean that a lot of people talk about that as our best video but i also think that um the video for truth i think that was that was really cool and that was probably i think that was probably the the most enjoyable video shoot we ever did because as i've probably just alluded to i you know they were the long anyone who's ever done anything like that uh even like extra work or stuff on on productions or whatever it's just a it's just a ridiculously long day or days if there's numerous but um do you know what i mean there can be such a pain, pain in the ass of video shoots but that tr- truth is no words video shoot we did that in la um predominantly the silver lake lounge 
and that was obviously when we were on the the trip that we did where uh, all our girlfriends came out and spent the whole time with us which was brilliant really nice I mean, as we know uh, yeah oh yeah we talked about that didn't we with jenny and then bloody a bit champagne in limos and all that stuff but yeah, I mean, the, the the point of that trip was to do all these, you know, r- relatively high-profile US things, do you know what I mean, be it talk shows, and because we did a talk, well, we did several talk shows, I can't remember exactly which one it was that we did on that trip, but yeah, we did, we did talk shows, and we had a few gigs and a few radio appearances and stuff, and then one of the things to do was film this video, and yeah, so we, we spent the day and the evening... I can't remember which way around it was. Did we do that on two separate days or was it all on the same day? But we ended up in the desert uh, late at night. Well, sort of from the evening, sort of into the night, not to quote one of our songs, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a fun day. Did that you take spending. the long road to the desert oh, in the night? Oh, fuck off, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What but was yeah, your that guide? Was, that, that was a fun day. I mean, you know, um, and especially sort of with our partners at the time, them being able to sort of see all that side of it. Uh, some pretty cool photos, actually, from, from those days. Uh, amazing setting as well, do you know what I mean? Being out in the desert. We went to Joshua Tree on that trip as well. Fucking incredible, man. Yeah, um, and that that car you guys were driving in the in the truth video was yeah, pretty yeah. intense too. I remember oh, uh, oh, Stu talked, talked about yeah, it. Yeah, Stu talked about it, didn't he? The fact he got fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, no, it was too, were it too light. Didn't he say it was too light? Oh, he said it now, was uh, it, it was like you know the, you know the, the the steering was just hard to do because it was like yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah 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 um, so yeah I suppose we have we, I don't know we have talked about it really but I think that was always one of my favorite videos that truth one and the one for um, let love be the healer which is really weird actually because I've got no idea why there's a video for that hmm. honestly and that was something that i found when i you know when i again reconnected with all this stuff and started looking through youtube and i found a video for let love be the healer and it's clearly filmed in soundworks and i'd you know i started thinking i can't remember if i've asked anyone else if they can remember but to be honest if i don't remember there's there's not much (laughs) chance of them not remembering i seem to have a better memory but I just don't know, because it wasn't a single. Do you know what I mean? It was a B-side. It was yeah. a B-side to, um, on the People EP, wasn't it? So to the, to this day, I don't know why. And it's not a fan video. It's clearly filmed in Soundworks. I, I don't know if the lads who did the Long Road video did it. I can't remember. But that that in itself, again, is actually a really great video when I've watched that back. Um, yeah, because, it's got a cool feel to it. Yeah, yeah. We have had some shockers. We have had some shockers. But all of them off the first album, to be fair, are pretty cool. I mean, the People... That was a that was an epic video shoot for us. Again, we've I think, I'm sure we talked about that a bit, but that was just all stuffing all our friends at under dark arches in Leeds and having a you know a professional film crew come in and and direct and film it all. It was it was fucking a right laugh that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. th- th- then those were days when it would everything was just mega exciting. Do you know what I mean? Just and you know playing a hometown gig in a cool place with all those mates and filming a video. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, the one thing I remembered about the People video, I think it was, uh, it might have been Jen that mentioned this, but somebody had mentioned a long time ago that um, there was no uh, music playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no, that was a cr- I think it was. I think it was Dag. Somebody said that there was no music it was playing. It was the cringiest thing I've ever, <laughs> I had to walk off. I literally went, I'm off. I can't handle this, I'm off. And like there were some of my friends, you know what I mean, studying this mass of people who have been directed by this video director, uh, right? Right, right, everybody dance. So you do this and you do that. 
And of course, if you're not used to that shit, you're like, what, what? And fair enough if there's some music on, but there aren't even any fucking music. <laughs> and that was literally when they started shuffling around with no music on and all this dust started kicking up, which did look cool as fuck. That was the point where I was like, oh, I've got, I, can't, I can't watch people dance to no music. That's too awkward. And like I say, just getting glaring looks from your mate going, what have you got me into here, you fucking... It sounds like an episode of the, of the Peep Show. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking hell. Um, uh, but yeah, that's a, that were a pretty cool video. And like, what else? What else have we got video wise? Um, getaway. Getaway. Yeah, getaway. We're another good one. I, I'm sure I've touched on this again. I mean, I would just. It didn't really matter so much back then. Um, but I, you know, I was just sort of fucking smoking joints all day on video shoots. That's all I'd fucking do. Uh, just hanging around generally and like I say all crew would be like in fact one of the crew lads came over to me and were like can you not can you, honestly can you not do that until later on so we can join in it's honestly it's fucking torture <laughs> like, oh sorry mate sorry mate I'll go outside I would ter- I would terrible I would terrible at stuff like that because it just didn't occur to me honestly because all that was so natural and we just did it so often it never occurred to me that it were even like I mean I've got myself into not trouble but I've certainly got myself into some disagreements with people who were like, I don't think you should be doing that here. <laughs> and it's like, okay, uh, I, will, I will willingly take your opinion on board. Thank you. But if you are not the police, then please feel free to... <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like all the stuff, like in BBC bloody headquarters, do you know what I mean? Stinking that place out. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't like to go on about this stuff, but it was just... I mean, it was such a fuck. Everything was so fucking scary, man. I needed that shit. As simple as that. Oh, we're playing live on top of the pops. Yeah, I'm really doing that without a split. Get <laughs> fucked. Do you know? Honestly, I, that's how it feels to me. Do you know what I mean? And people are like, "Well, you know, can you not do that when you when you're doing this?" And it's like, "Well, uh, I have to because otherwise I'll fucking die of stage fright or some shit." That's the only way I can handle all that stuff. Is being disconnected in that sense. Yeah. I tell you what, as well, that reminded me. I was watching some other day, and it was somewhat like um, most summit moments in music with bands or whatever. And it was Oasis who, out of protest that they were forced to mime on top of the pops, um, they swapped roles basically and pretended Noel were Liam and vice versa. But the point is, is they they were told that they had to mime. Who the fuck were telling Oasis they had to mime on top of the pops? And we played live. Who the fuck? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That that's something that just occurred to me. I was just like, how the hell did Oasis were not allowed to play live, but we did. We played we played live every time we played, um, literally. And that was reminds me as well. Actually, that was another meeting with the Foo Fighters that we, I didn't talk about when we were you know reflecting on uh, the sad passing of Taylor Hawkins. Uh, but yeah, that was the first time we met Foo Fighters. Was our first Top of the Pops appearance, um, mm. which was Long Road, wasn't it? can never remember if we did Top of the Pops two or three times. I think we did it twice, and the third time we couldn't do it because we were in America. And it's weird, you know, because there's quite a few UK things we never did, and it were always because we were in America. Mm. And I always, I, always, I, always, I always reflect on that and think, how much did that have to do with the second album not connecting as fully as, you know, it should have done. It. And I, I know that it was a slight departure from the first album in some ways, but I often wonder how much the effort we put into America and that side of things detracted from where we sh- what we should have achieved 
even just in the UK and Europe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because we used to get off Jules Holland, which is a big show over here. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, later with Jules Holland, that's, you know, bands go on and play. We got offered that shit loads. And every time we were in America, do you know what I mean? We spent so much time there. But if, you know, you just think if we'd have done a little bit more in terms of visual presence while the album was coming, you know, would it have connected with um, a bit more? I, 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 you know, I'm just reflecting there, but I mean, yeah. Christ, then you, you, you know, when you look at the third album, well, we can talk about that in a second. But yeah, the, 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 I mean, it, so what, where do we get to there? We got to... Well, we're talking we about Getaway about? and... Talking about Getaway, yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was a really cool one as well actually in terms of the concept behind it because obviously the early ones there was just no real concept other than capturing us you know playing live and making that cool but i think it was getaway the first one that had a real story story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. other than just rob being blown around by fucking <laughs> something like that or i mean that video did as if i did have its charms and i'll never forget making it literally i'll never forget that incredible experience but yeah um Getaway was the first one with its own sort of story and that was the first one where we brought in loads of extras as well and so I was just fucking sat at the side of these rooms just skinning up watching all these extras being forced <laughs> to do shit, you know what I mean? Just thinking, fuck me, I'm glad I'm not having to do that. Bloody hell. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not having to act in some of these videos but at one point I did and I don't know if anyone's giggling to themselves now thinking, yep, I know exactly the moment you're talking about, Adam. And yes, it's fucking terrible. And yes, oh. I'm aware it's fucking terrible. My mm. only bit of acting in our videos ever. But let's go through them in order. Taking notes, taking notes. Need to find <laughs> this footage. Yeah, that that was a cool video. And then, you know, when we get onto the second album, you've got, I don't know what order these were in, but you've got Welcome to the North, Freedom Fighters, Breaking and Bleed. Now, I don't know how much I've talked about the Bleed video and if it's even available anywhere. Yeah, it we did. We did touch on that, uh, and when we when we first touched about it, I didn't know if it was available, and then somebody shared it with me, and then I saw it, and it was actually a really good video. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really well done video, and it's a shame that the uh, the fact that somebody decided to pause that because of the sensitivity of the material in the yeah, <laughs> it's, honestly, it's, it's about war. What's okay? Yeah, yeah honestly, well, I, I mean, you know, if you're fucking hell, that's a separate podcast in itself, that Pete, the fact that I think we were just not liked by some people. And I think that's been, ev- I think that's been evidenced by um, reading, and I'm not going to go into too many name, name details or anything like that, but there was an article recently by an influential bloke back then who basically, uh, you know, basically said we were fucking shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> And I don't know, like, I, honestly, that's the thing with this stuff, though. You know what I mean? If, you're, if your manager has the wrong conversation with wrong bloke and pisses him off a little bit, that blocks your route to, hmm. to Radio 1. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or to, to something else. I mean, I'm not being funny. It's even worse in America. It's very much like to get your stuff on radio. It's, it's very much sort of like, you know, um, what's the word? you got to know people. Do you know what I mean? Politics. (laughs) Yeah, politics. Completely. Completely. You've got to know people. So we'll never know what was behind them not uh, letting us run with bleed. But it, it, do you know what it it annoys me is that there was like a quite a a long period where there were two things that you'd have to bend to and you just had to, the NME and Radio One, they were the two things as a band that you really, 
if you could swallow your pride or whatever you want to call it, I don't even know yeah. how to call it pride, dignity more like, if you're talking about the enemy, it's more of a dignity thing, what they fucking strip from you, what they strip from you, although that I just like to wear that is only my sole opinion. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, the point being anyway, that um, God knows why that didn't happen, but we were effectively, you know, so, yeah, the point being that I was, I'm, in retrospect, I'm annoyed that we bowed to that. We should, <laughs> you know, we should have, I don't even know how much it will have mattered at that point. Do you know what I mean? Because then we'll talk about this on the for the third album in a sec. But you know, when you when you run an album campaign, you have a you know you know you have a plan and you have a set number of singles and a set number of videos that you're going to do. And it's a plan. Do you know what I mean? And it, it you know you shouldn't let anyone else say, "Oh, well, we don't like that," so change your plan. Which is exactly yeah. what we had to do at the point where Radio One were like, "Well, we're not going to play that." It was kind of we were put in a position then where we were like, "Well, right, well." We have to, we'll have to find something that you will play. And I just think, looking back, we should have just gone, well, fuck, it don't matter. So what? But, I mean, it, it, that's suicide, that, because the, that's, and that's the problem here, is that if you want to run any kind of successful campaign like that, you, you've got to be on Radio 1. Yeah, you got to play a lot. I mean? you, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got, you know, K-Rock or whatever it is over there, and it varies, done it state to state or whatever. But, yeah, Radio 1, uh, what, you know, King, uh, Kingmakers, I suppose, in that regard, and as were the enemy. So they, they were kind of two things that could throw the weight around in that regard. But, yeah, we ended up going with Breaking as a single, which I ain't got no problem with, um, other than, you know, my own little proclivities with that song <laughs> itself really. or, or, or proclivities is probably not the right, right word but yeah when you guys make these videos how does that that's the part i've been curious about like do you know do, do you, you work with different companies and you decide like uh we're gonna we're gonna make videos for the uh, what is the process like to actually well, decide that yeah i mean we have touched on that a bit briefly i mean people pitch for it um unless you do it yourself unless you take a clear vision to the record company um you know they'll pitch for people to direct the videos um and i think i think so when we chose to do breaking anyway um i think david slade did it because david slade was the director who did long road uh the, the full version and obviously david slade now is a big time director i don't know if you want to quickly hit up google Pete, and pull up david slade's what he's gone on to direct, but I'm sure I'm sort Card Candy was David Slade. I think I think he even did like one of the Twilights. He went on to he went on to be a big director anyway, and the, the, he followed up because he made us wear yellow makeup, didn't he? He plasters us up in yellow makeup. But what I enjoy is you can see that run through his other videos. So he did one with Muse, did a video with Muse. They're plastered in fucking yellow makeup and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's he actually did some of the Black Mirrors as well. He did the hard candy. Those black mirrors are amazing. Yeah. American Gods. Yeah. He said Hannibal. Did Hannibal. Oh, yeah. He went on to be a... American and that's Housewife. the thing about us. Breaking so Bad. Many... He did Breaking Bad stuff. That's awesome. Did he awesome. do Breaking Bad stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, the amount of people who worked with us and then ended up going on to have ridiculous careers in all areas, even behind the scenes work. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. not to mention Rob and Nick Carter, do you know what I mean? Who are now huge globally renowned artists. Do <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And David Slade, who, you know, has gone on to direct huge bloody Hollywood films. You got Kings of Leon who supported us in Blackpool going on to be yeah. absolutely out of this world. You've got Contempo who supported us on a UK tour who went on to become Hardfi. And do you know what the worst thing about that was as well? Like, you know, I don't know the lads personally anymore, so I don't want to really speak out of Turner Oak, but we had an interesting time with them guys, man. 
Do you know what I mean? I don't want to say too much, but you know, when you talk when you when you talk with a band and you have a support band, there's respect respect goes both ways. Sure. Do you know what I mean? We we we've been in we were in positions where people treat us is treat a word, but treat us with less respect than we'd have liked. We never passed that on, man. Do you know what I mean? We never passed that on and like, yeah, the the lad um can't remember his name now. Uh but and yeah, this isn't me having a dig at him or or anything at all. But yeah, he got a bit upset because they overran uh, when on our support slot and our tour manager asked them to if they could stop and the guy proper kicked off with our tour manager man and this is the lead singer <laughs> of Hardfi but yeah that's just another example I'll never forget right when Hardfi's first single came out or whatever because I, I recognised that guy instantly I was just like that is that guy from Contempo? What the <laughs> fuck? He's straight on straight online, you're like, oh my god, it is him. Fucking hell. So that's another band or individual that's had something to do with us and then gone on to have stratospheric success with other stuff. There's fucking there's absolutely tons of tons of people. Um you know, or it's like we were just like a stepping stone for so many people to <laughs> progress their careers while we just fucking stayed stagnant in the same place. It's weird, it's weird though, man. Do you know what I mean? It's difficult to that sort of stuff were difficult to process when you've got Kings of Leon supporting you at Empress Ballroom. And then I don't know if I said it before, really. It was when we were when we were coming home from mixing and mastering the third album, and I were kind of, you know, really... I think we all were really excited about it and thought, this is a fucking great record. And it was a bit of a sobering moment because in the splitter bus driving back up north, someone had um, just got... The Kings of Leon latest record, the one with uh, it was Sex on Fire and stuff at the time, and I just never forget hearing that and just being like, "Oh bollocks!" Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't. Well, you know, because even on that campaign, like the the, the label we were working with, we're, we're very confident, and they're like, you know, we're, we're going to run this brilliant campaign, exposure. It's you know, the the material's great. It's going to be absolutely fucking mint. And I just remember hearing that and thinking, "That's that you know, that's where everything's going." Do you know what I mean? It didn't. I mean, that you know. It's, I'm just musing about that myself. But yeah. Anyway, talking. Going back to talking about the videos themselves. Yeah, jump into breaking because that's the one that we we had to. And I'm sure it was David Slade. I'm sure. Dave, I'm sure breaking were directed by David Slade. That was the point. That was the tangent I went off on. But yeah, breaking is the video with my only bit of ever acting um, of me on the bench. Just a terrible, terrible moment and. I won't thank you, Pete, for finding a way to refresh my memory at this moment. Trust me, <laughs> it is seared into my mind. It is seared into my mind, mate. I remember it. I don't need to see it again. It was, oh, God, that's so fucking awkward. I think Rob was saying, though. But to be fair, like, Rob's pulled off some decent, um, some really decent camera work in our videos. Although getting blown around and stuff, you, I suppose you naturally <laughs> yeah. have a reaction to that. I was fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, that video is just like, I don't know. I'm actually looking through the video as we speak, looking for you on the park bench. <laughs> looking for me on the park bench. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Uh, I mean, I can't remember I can't remember if there was a theme to that video or anything. I remember it looked pretty cool. I remember it looked pretty cool. Uh, but not nothing like that Bleed video, which just looked awesome. And the Freedom Fighters video as well. I mean, we've talked about that. Uh, that was really weird because Phil wasn't there. Um can't remember exactly why now but phil wasn't there and that was you know we had a standing drummer that was really weird but i think the video worked out okay um that was another fun shoot because you know there's massive production these things do you know what i mean there's tons of people on set you're doing big proper full-on studios and that so 
you, you have a lot of people involved. Um, but yeah, that was yeah a particularly good one. Blade, I thought it's a shame it never got used. Shame yeah. it never got used. Yeah, I think there's no doubt that the clearest vi- sort of videos we ever did were the early ones off the first album. They fit really well. And then I think personally for me, everything got a bit corporate for Welcome to the North. And I think you could even describe those videos as kind of having that corporate feel. They lost, for me, they lost any sense of, well, what we were about. Vibe. You know I mean, yeah. to be mm-hmm. honest, yeah. Just very, very corporate. Um, and then you've got the stuff that was for the third album, and you know, as 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 I've talked about before, the the, the ball was dropped so thoroughly by the record label on the third album, and, and as I, I've I've actually learned since, we've had an apology out of one of them, which was really. Uh, but anyway, yeah, less said, we'll we'll say no more about that. Okay, but it, uh, an apology basically acknowledging that they fucking dropped any and all balls that they were supposed to be carrying in their possession. Uh, but yeah, because what do you know, what did you have? The spike, strength. Um, so the, I think let's talk about the spike one because that was that was the one I, I think I was most curious about uh, because it, it, it was, it looked like uh, like Tron and I, yeah. I didn't understand that. Like even from a legal perspective, like <laughs> like a licensing, <laughs> like uh, who copied Fucking Tron hell, and pasted I, it into I, a music video? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sure we've had these conversations and again, I do apologize if we have, um, but it's just the best of a bad bunch. That honestly, that's all it is because you get, you get these treatments through which are like a really basic storyboard and then some blurb, some written blurb that kind of explains it. And I'm a pretty fucking creative guy. Do you know what I mean? And I've got quite a fucking lot of creative vision. I can build the, I can build the, the gaps if someone gives me the basic idea. But yeah, you know, you'd sit there and we... I, I've definitely talked about this because we were terrible. We never used to read the treatments. We'd get <laughs> like... Say, say you get four or five treatments for one video and you have to pick one and run with it. And we just, you know, have you watched the treatments yet? No. Have you watched the treatments yet? Have you? No. No, I haven't even. <laughs> no, we haven't watched them yet. Can you watch the treatments, please, so we can actually book someone to make this fucking video? And then we watch them, and, or look at them, rather, and like, well, they're all shit. <laughs> like, they're all shit. You want us to pick one from this? And they're like, well, unfortunately, because you've left it till the last minute, yes, you're going to have to pick one from that because we ain't got enough time now to get some other people to put some ideas forward. So unless you've got some ideas of your own, I mean, I tell you what, doing things differently, that's exactly what we would have done because it'd be no different to anyone else in a sense of the same mechanics would have to happen to make the video. What difference does it make if it's your idea? At least at the end of it, you can acknowledge if it's shit yourself rather than looking at someone else and going, well, you fucked it, didn't you? <laughs> you know, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. We were kids, man. Do you know what I mean? We were fucking kids. And, you know, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know how much the record label would have been open to that. Anyway, us, us putting across the full treatment for the video, I mean, God knows. I mean, there might have been elements in the deal itself that stopped yeah. that being possible, to be honest. They might have retained full decision. And to be honest... It, it almost looks that way because otherwise, what were the point in doing the long road video? I'll tell you why. Because they looked at the first long road video and went, well, that's shit. Oh, then I looked at it and gone, how much did that cost? And we're like, oh man, it cost like 100 quid and that was a train fare for the lads who shot it. And they're like, no, well, we're not using it then. Don't matter how good it looked. It's too cheap. Come on, let's spend $100,000. Come yeah. on. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> there was a lot about that third album campaign that was shit. Other than the music and the artwork, which were fucking incredible, yeah. Um, but yeah, the videos were—I don't know—the spike, the, spy, the uh, strength in numbers were pretty cool, and that were a fun shoot. Um, 
And that was where I actually met Ricardo for the first time, actually. It was a really cool guy. But I get that, you know, that's got that that looks pretty cool. At least that looks vibey. Um it's got all the it's like some sort of military shit in it with helicopters flying around and people. Yeah, that one definitely streets. has production value. <laughs> like there's things yeah. going on. Like there's yeah, it's definitely like a storyline there. I thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, because the thing is, you know, we go to these shoots and obviously, you know, the your only the only thing you're doing is the the bits where you're playing, everything else is CGI for all these other story videos. Apart from Getaway, which is maybe why I think Getaway stands out for me because although there w- was green screen stuff in Getaway, none of it's CGI yeah. as such. Whereas, you know, a lot of a lot of that stuff was CGI. Although there, there is stuff for strength as well that wasn't CGI'd, but at the same time, you're just turning up and fucking standing there and miming, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you filmed and then they go away and do the rest and you sit there having read these treatments and you're like, well, how is us playing in this military scene with people <laughs> running around? Where's where's this all fit together? And you just get to a point where, well, you get to a point very early on where you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to ask that question, am I? Do you know what I mean? Like this whole process works better if I just go, I'll tell you what, I'm not. I don't, I don't care how it fits together. You know. Well, honestly, that's kind of how like most videos are. Like I, I would say one of my favorite videos of all times for anyone would probably be uh, the pretenders, uh, the pretender from the Foo Fighters uh, where there, there's like that big red wall and then they're playing in this big white warehouse. And then yeah. like this line of uh, like people like, uh, you know, rider looking like police are r- coming for them. Why is that happening? No idea. What is the story behind that? No idea. But guess what? At the very best part of that song, the entire wall explodes and everybody's red and it's in slow motion and it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, but I think the thing is though, like we none of us had none of none of ours had that stuff. Do you know what I mean? I don't really. uh, Well, I don't know. Like I say, Getaway. Some of the early ones had some cool moments, but. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I would say probably the one that was uh, most exciting for me was Ghost Hands because it was a song I hadn't heard and it was before yeah. I spoke to you and it was like, wait, is this is this something that we are supposed to, is this a hint? Is, you know, like, yeah. is this, did we find something here? Do you know what? <laughs> I wish, uh, like, there's a whole fourth album of material, man. It's like, you heard, you heard Ghost Hands, this fucking... There's that's I'm not saying this in a concrete concrete sense, but from my from my brief memory, the last time I was listening through all the stuff, which was very quite recently, there's like sixteen, seventeen tunes that are yeah. just done that are just fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? I mean I don't I I you know, what well, whatever. You will hear him, Pete. I'm you know, I'm gonna make sure you hear him definitely. You deserve to hear him. Yeah, I definitely want to hear him for sure. I wanna release that shit, man. But yeah, the the idea. I want to release that shit. I like. I've got no proclivities about. I shouldn't use that word again. Uh, I, you know, I've got no problem admitting that I want to. I want to put that stuff. I want people to hear that. It's you know, like rediscovering all this shit and connecting with it again and listening back to the record. But listening back to that lost stuff in inverted commas, if you want yeah. to call it that. That stuff that was tainted by our own view of ourselves, which was projected by other people. Do you know what I mean? In the mm. sense that we just didn't think we were that popular anymore, so we stopped believing in what we're doing. But completely fresh-minded, listening back to that stuff, it's some of it's fucking outrageous. And there's mm. some of my best guitar playing on there as well. Certainly, really? you know, talk. Oh yeah, man. Certainly talking from the music point of view. Wow. Some of my best work on that material. Uh, and 
this is really cruel, this, because I'm probably going to be wetting people's appetite for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it is, yeah. I mean, people know it's there. I think most, I think most people do know that there is a, a batch of stuff that we just never released, and they're actually from two different sessions, um, or, you know, um, two, we worked with two different people and sort of came up with... But, yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is, yeah, there's some fucking killer stuff i don't know it just you just made me think about it when you were like i haven't heard this song for ages and uh, well i hadn't heard it and then i heard ghost stand and my instant thought was fucking hell you should hate stuff that's <laughs> behind that honestly you should hate stuff that's behind that some of fucking riffs and some of choruses outrageous man yeah it's got there's, there, has, there has to be a vehicle for that stuff to come out and i might fucking make it I might make it one of my things. Live stream. <laughs> Forget radio. Well, no, one. I mean, Music and more. Live stream. Just kidding. Well, I mean, I suppose it's, you know, you, you're getting into intellectual property there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, in terms of it's not, you know, I'm not going to take those demos and put them out to my patrons. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it, that's not fair on the rest of the sure, band. Sure. Do you know sure. what I mean? I, it, that's not right. It's not right in principle. Uh, that's not how I'd want to do it. Yeah. I'd want I'd want to find a way of facilitating the release of that unheard lost stuff. I want to faci- I want to find a way to facilitate that. I want to find a way to get those wheels moving so people can hear that fucking music because it's wor- that that honestly when I heard that shit I got into a bit of a state. Do you know what I mean? Because I was just like, who the fuck convinced me <laughs> this wasn't good? Who the fuck? Honestly. Yeah. And honestly, like on reflection, you're like, fuck me, how messed up were we that we didn't turn around and say, like, fuck yourselves. You know what I mean? If you don't think this is good, we'll f- we'll find another avenue to put it out. Even yeah. back then, I mean, I know, I know the dice, the dominoes were already falling in a certain regard, but still, man, like, it's it's it makes me angry that that stuff, but for the nostalgia of wanting to go back through it, otherwise we'll be fucking lost. It makes Just- me sick. Yeah. To be honest. Ugh, yeah, that's, um, that's insane. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's uh, although I'm doing my own thing with my projects and my music, that stuff would obviously, 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 you know, be something that would need to be driven by all of us or okayed by all of us, not necessarily driven by. As I say, I'm just getting to a point where I just think I'm just going to find a way to do it. You know, <laughs> with, with, you know, in conjunction with everyone, you know, a, a proper, some form of. Some form of release, man. Some some way of getting that out there to the people who want to hear it. Um, it's, oh, yeah. too, it's, it's too good. Anyway, anyway, I've been ranting about that for ages. Um, well, if it's anything like Ghost Hands, then uh, yeah, sign me up, man. I'm ready for it. Oh, there's some absolute bangers, mate. There's some absolute bangers, some ridiculous vocals, ridiculous guitar playing, ridiculous bass lines, just classic the music. Um, just absolutely classic the music. But yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that at some point, but as long as I still draw breath and that stuff still technically exists, I think I might make it my business to find a way. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the other lads feel the same. Uh, but yeah, in terms of one thing I did want to say is um, keep your eye out on my socials over the next sort of few weeks or whatever, um, because I'm going to my website's going to be going live. Um, Ooh, just, just that's you know just a very um yeah i ain't saying much more i ain't saying much more but this is news to me 
All right. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's just about ready to go up there. Do you know what I mean? Something a bit cool, but I'm not saying too much, and it won't say too much either. But um, okay. I just want I want everyone to be aware that that's going to be happening soon. Um, yeah, I'm fucking so excited to just get all that stuff off the ground, man. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that about does it for this episode. I've gone on loads of different ranted tangents, and as I say, I hope I hope I haven't covered stuff where people are like well you've already told us about that because we've, we have done 63 episodes of this and i have done about 12 or 20 or 30 hours of youtube videos i can't even remember now so i'm we are going to cross over certain stuff but i did want i did want to make an effort to bring things back to you know talking about the music and um stuff like that because obviously that's a fundamental reason people come to listen i suppose and it'll stop david mcmaster moaning at me saying you, you know what the fuck are you even talking about on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, Dave I hope this has had a little bit more structure for you although like, it probably has and, and if it hasn't I don't care anyway sorry it doesn't matter I still enjoy it but yeah um, thanks very much Pete as usual and thanks everyone for listening and speaking a bit.